as a group as well, we always talk about upskilling, reskilling. This is always there. And in the context of longevity as well, this is something we talk about for ourselves as well to keep up with the trends. And at the same time, having the portfolio careers, we are also keep redesigning our life. Therefore, this is actually this continuous learning, life of lifelong learning should be in the center of our life. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. Through the work that we are doing in Hacking HR, there are sort of a couple of topics or, or main themes that we are generally talking about. One of them is resolving today's issues, but also keeping an eye on how those resolutions may impact uh, future uh, strategies and trends. And then the other main theme of, for the topics that we cover in Hacking HR is more centered around futuristic stuff, future trends that are critical for the success of our function in HR, of our organizations and our people, and more importantly, how we can get ready today for those trends. And today the conversation will be sort of a little bit borderline between the two, between solving for today's problems, but also keeping an eye on a trend that will continue to move upward down uh, into the future. And that is how to, how to think and how to resolve or how to redesign our organizations beginning from this trend of people just, you know, longevity in humanity increasing, people working longer, people living more years. And you may think that these trends will not impact your work today. But the reality is this, before the pandemic, around 10,000 baby boomers were retiring from the workforce, at least here in the United States, 10,000 baby boomers a day. But when you look at the employee landscape, a lot of those baby boomers or whoever was retiring from the workforce comes back in one way or another, whether it is as a consultant, or as a part-time kind of work, just because of the energy that they can draw out of work and adding value and staying engaged with something that they can, well, you know, feel some motivation around and where they can find purpose and meaning. So imagine when our when humanity lives longer, I think science says that it's going to be something around 120 years over the next 50 to 100 years. So that's a lot more years to live. And that will put a lot of pressure on work and organization. So today we're going to be talking about that with somebody who has been in the space of human potential, creating better workplaces for a long time, a business oriented uh, uh, HR leader who has been working in many regions across the world in spaces such as psychology, neuroscience, futurism, of course, which is part of the conversation that we are going to have today. So Zizin, welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Very good. Spring has finally has come. So enjoying the sunshine in Zurich. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining me and for driving this conversation forward. And perhaps the the first question that I want to ask you before getting into, into the specifics of longevity in humanity and the impact in the workplace is how, how can we think about uh, trends that seem to be happening so far into the future and we may not feel a sense of urgency to do something about them today? How can we, how can we think about them? How can we do something about them? 
Very good question. Thank you so much. I think also you're doing an amazing job. That's also contributing in terms of us to see what's going on, because yes, we can be sometimes too busy about our daily work. I think platforms like that is also opportunity to discuss and hear all the experts across the globe and reflect because the trends actually doesn't come in one day. So talking about longevity as well, we've been seeing in the course of time, actually the age and the long life has been increasing. So I think this is important that we have the time to reflect and be in these kind of organizations and start doing our part because otherwise, if you don't act, that might be also threat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now there, there is at least in the space of HR, there, it, there are the urgencies of the moment, the busyness of the work yes. that we do today. And when I ask around, I, I, I can tell, I notice how challenging it is for a lot of HR leaders yes. to think about today and also think about the future. Is there any suggestion that you may have for these HR leaders for them to say, all right, yes, I have all this stuff that I have to be resolving for today, but also a little bit of futuristic thinking. Is there any suggestion that you can tell them? Yes, definitely. I think, I mean, as a group as well, we always talk about upskilling, reskilling. This is always there. And in the context of longevity as well, this is something we talk about for ourselves as well to keep up with the trends. And at the same time, having the portfolio careers, we are also keep redesigning our life. Therefore, this is actually this continuous learning, life of, lifelong learning should be in the center of our life. So looking at today's requirements, we need to, I don't 10%, 20%, whatever is achievable, always be ahead of the trends, you know, spending time to be part of the associations, talking people, connecting globally. That's something we need to do deliberately. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So now let's talk a little bit about this, this idea yeah. of longevity. What is yeah. going on? Let's begin there. Let's, and it's, I, I yes. want to begin there because I think this topic is a still far out of, mo of what most HR people are paying attention to. So I want to set the foundations for them to understand what the increased longevity in human life uh, is looking like. And then perhaps if you can share some of the implications yes. at work. Definitely, with a pleasure. Actually, as you ask also where we reach these, let's say, trends and information, for me as well, how this topic came to my attention when I was having my CIPD training from UK, actually, one of the top leaders, I come across the work of Linda Gretton. She's a London of School professor, and she has a book called 100 Life, 100 Year Life. That was a time it was one of the demographic shift and future of work trends I was also introduced. And what we're talking about in terms of longevity, we see an upward trend in terms of life expectancy. And actually one of the research study also says, Stanford Center of Longevity, they indicate that today's five, more than half of today's five-year-old is expected to live until 100 years. Yeah. So that, that brings, that, that's like a striking fact. And there will be implications from the individual point of view, society, governments, and work. And then the question also comes along, how work needs to change mm. to accommodate? Because there is one thing for sure, if we are gonna retire around 65 and to live up to 100 years, that will be very difficult to sustain in terms of financially and socially the rest of our life to be fulfilled and rewarding. So that's one of the, I think one of the facts, questions, 
to think around across the globe, uh, how we can actually tackle that from individual point of view and as companies. Absolutely. And what can we do? I mean, because yeah. if, if half of the, of the children who yeah. now are five years old will live yes. until 100 years, it means that this is not going to happen for another, you know, you know, many years into the future. Yes. So I, I think a lot of us, we may not be around by then. And that makes it even more difficult to say, all right, let me solve for that today. So what can we start yes. doing today to get ready for this upward trend of life, expect life yes. expectancy? Yes, I think the good thing is, again, we need to start today because if it's not 100 years, we already see the increase in longevity. So therefore, it's also to a certain extent start impacting us. Uh, what I like also the, as a definition, what we had like three stages of life, which was composed of school, formal education, work and retirement. Now we are transitioning into multi-stages of life. So our life is changing that also bring different kind of life design. I will say to start with is health. And we see that with COVID-19 as well, how it is important the priorities has changed. So the companies are already focusing more on the topic of health, well-being, physical, mental well-being yeah. from the corporate side, but at the same time from individual side as well, how we can have more, uh, you know, strong in terms of our health for the future, future term as well. The other thing is uh, the definition of age. What is old age? We see that this is also redefining and there's also perceptions, the mindset change. So we could probably many of us experience after the age of 55, a bit more struggle to land into new job. But if we were to live up to 70, 75, that perception also should change. And the other thing in terms of talent and organizations, there is a huge potential. Think about an employee who has the wisdom, quite a bit of deep experience, how more we can utilize those kind of experiences. We talk about flexibility. Maybe there will be different kind of flexibility for, let's say, elders, workers, and employees. So these are the first thing, but I think tackling the age discrimination along with other parts of discrimination is, is a very critical and starting point. And what, what's interesting about tackling age discrimination today is that it's not just for the five-year-old who will be 100 yes. years old in 95 years from now. It is yeah. happening right now to a lot of people who, because of their age and because of the assumption that technological advancement yes. and age cannot match, you know, then we think they should not be hired or we disregard yeah. them on, or, or neglect their uh, the possibility of mm -hmm. bringing some of them back to the office. So um, I, I love that you're talking about this because this can set some foundations for what mm -hmm. we know will be happening down the road. So how do yes. we fight age discrimination? So this is uh, the good thing is in terms of diversity inclusion, lately we've really seen an emphasis on it. So this is a deep and long topic. So uh, knowing that it's going to take time, but uh, for the companies having this in their agenda as part of the other elements and factors of diversity inclusion, awareness is always one of the starting points, yeah. still doing some trainings, but also practicing what you're preaching as well. So in terms of company practices, also seeing that actually diversity inclusion is happening in terms of practices. I think this is a very widespread, widespread is a common topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, what 
when 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 I'm gonna go back to something that I said at the beginning, just because HR is HR and everybody else for that matter, but this is hacking yeah. HR. So we talk about HR. Yes. You know, HR is so busy with a day-to-day um, you know, sort of operation. It is very difficult often to think about things that are not happening today or in the very near future, you know, six, 12 months down the road. Uh, How do you suggest HR to stay informed, curious, satisfying that curiosity, of course, around Mm -hmm. topics that like life expectancy, that even though we may not see the effects right away, will impact us Mm -hmm. dramatically down the road? How do you suggest HR to stay up to date, if you will? Yes. One, one is already about curiosity. So learning starts with curious. Unless we are curious, we wouldn't learn. Yeah. So I think this, this one is just having that, observing this curiosity and stay curious. The other thing is as much as the formal, let's say education, like reading, following trends and the articles as such, connecting with the colleagues across the globe, being part of the association. So this is really also different forms and the thought, being part of this thought-provoking conversations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one, one last question. If you, if you were to tell HR people, um, start learning this one thing that can help you get ready, not just for this future trend of the increased, uh, of the upward uh, trend of life expectancy, but all, all, all other trends that are, far into the future, but will impact our organizations. One beginning of the journey for them to learn um, and stay up to date, what, what that would beginning look like? Yes, again, I have to emphasize it's critical, therefore curiosity, so that's the starting point. I'm gonna emphasize that. And then, which is also, I always as a coach as well, emphasize gratitude, because those together also build the mental well-being. And at the same time, of course, keep searching and reading and always have this growth mindset so always taking even different experiences as a learning opportunity so having this growth mindset is a critical part to continuous learning absolutely thank you so much for spending this time with me and i'm bringing to the table a topic that um while doesn't feel doesn't have the sense of urgency for today yeah it will definitely Uh, have a sense of urgency in the near future. And I'm hoping that we take action as soon as possible. So thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everyone. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. I will see you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.